Late Night Gamers Podcast, where we make all of your gaming habits seem acceptable. Late, late night, night gamers. Steve, this game sucks so bad, it's so unbalanced, blah, and then I just quit and never play it ever again. Carlson. What do you do in your free time? Sit around knitting? Screw that shit, I'm gonna cut up a dragon's head. It's okay if your guts spill out and you explode into a bloody mess. As long as you don't take your clothes off. The guy who, um, who swatted that dude and got the guy killed was charged with manslaughter. Swatted somebody? Yeah, there was a guy, he swatted someone, that guy got killed. Like, they swatted the place and they shot him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that, uh, how you mail with his hand. Like a fly. I was like, what happened? This is like a ridiculous story. That would be even better, man. Oh, God. I feel like we should just jump right into the episode. Is everybody recording right now? I'm uh, recording. Yeah. Yeah. Chaz, me yeah, boy. Yeah, I said yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I'm just, I'm just gonna start, and then we can just continue yeah, con- conversing exactly the way that we have been. Uh, what is up, everybody? Welcome to Late Night Gamers Podcast, episode number 168. I'm Nick Persnowski, and with me this week and every week is Steve Morgan. Yo, we're still alive. <laughs> Tim Madden. Yeah, it's been a month, so. I think even our parents thought we were dead, but we're here. <laughs> and Charles Caldwell. It's Mowgli! That cat is going to kill you in your sleep. Yeah. He likes hanging out with me up the computer, so. <laughs> he looks pretty happy. <laughs> yeah. Um legitimately tim my mom asked she goes are you guys are you still doing the podcast i was like yes 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 we're just uh end of the year got real busy and everybody's crazy and blah blah blah. it's true we had the quid christmas and then new year's and then and then everything that comes after that you know yep then i think work stuff kind of took precedence <laughs> yeah yeah with everything that followed up and school stuff and everything it was crazy it was crazy it's ridiculous life is ridiculous it's true it really <sighs> is can't you just crawl in a hole and play video games for like 40 hours come on <laughs> that's what I used to do when I was younger but it's harder now it's true mm-hmm. I did uh, I feel more guilty when I do exactly. that exactly well I did uh, I did like stay up and play video games until like one o'clock in the morning last night because I finished all my I, I finished my my paper and everything and I was like okay I, I need I need to play video games so then I then I started around like ten thirty and then realized it was like one o'clock and I was like oh I gotta get up in like five hours <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're like ouch but I, like once I wake up it it I I'm terrible at waking up in the morning after a night like that but um I can usually make it through the day like perfectly fine. Like, my body rallies, and then I get home, and I'm like, okay, dead. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
And you only get like one or two days like that, and then you're done. Yeah, and definitely not consecutive anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You can do one, and then the next day it's like you ain't gonna make it. <laughs> that's a kind of that's a kind of day where it's like okay, I have an hour lunch. I need to go like take a nap in my car. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm I'm pulling all those days for packs so that I can like try to use them all up. Oh God, last my God, last year, I I felt so <laughs> old like. <laughs> I know, I know, like, I'm only, I was only 30 at the time, and I, my, my body just felt like, yeah, you can't do this. This is, this is not working. Well, we got an extra day this year, so we're gonna have to, I know, we're gonna have to rally. I know, I can't believe, steroid injections, (laughs) do it! (laughs) We're just gonna have to take up, uh, like, caffeine pills or cocaine. seriously. Back in the day, they used to give us those fire energies for free. So just stack them up. I felt so bad after I, I drank like two or three of them yeah. in a very short amount of time, and it was like my body is not feeling good right now. There's something <laughs> wrong. My yeah, uh, so it makes it feel hot. Didn't make it didn't wake me up at all. It just made my body chemistry feel like I was toxic or something. Yep, yeah, my uh, my pulse was like completely off. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um so yeah uh but well let's uh let's let's continue let's continue that conversation because that's uh the that yeah somebody somebody died yeah, yeah. we never talked Shot about this cops. on the podcast i don't think right no we no. mentioned it but i don't think we yeah i don't remember it was it somebody who was on twitch that was swatted or was it just some uh, some other random like it was just it was a, a guy and his family I mean, I'm not sure of the details. All I all I know is that the um, I think it happened somewhere rural, somewhere like uh, you know uh, Midwest America, and uh, the guy they found they ended up finding the guy who called, and he, he was in L.A. and they um, arrested him. And uh, well, I, and I guess so. What happened? That you know they swat, they raided the place. You know, the guy when he called, he said it was a hostage situation. They raided the place, and when they uh, got there, they shot there was like dude armed who was like why are these people breaking into my house and you know yep. he had no no idea it was a cop so he had a gun and then they shot and killed him so just the i guess the news today is that the guy the guy who swatted the other guys the guy who called the police he was charged with manslaughter so and i would say rightfully so i mean it's a pretty messed up situation you know yeah no joke that's pretty that's so bad yeah. like i mean i Makes you not want to stream. This has happened to other streamers where they've been swatted. Oh, yeah. Seen it. It's not it's yeah, ha- happens all the time. Happen, people do it a lot, which is, which is the messed up part. But, you know, it, it, it's sad Super that it takes dangerous. it finally takes someone dying for like people to really recognize like the gravity of it. You know? It's like, oh, this this isn't funny anymore. Like, yeah. And, yeah. It's messed up. Yep. What else we got? What other, what other news? Only light news. Only <laughs> light news this week. Um, I hear that North Korea is going to launch a nuclear <laughs> weapon. That's. Uh... <laughs> yeah. I hear that they needed to press a button. I wonder what kind of game controller he uses. <laughs> yep. I just, I just picture, <laughs> I just picture it being an Atari controller, like yeah. a button in the center. <laughs> it's like one of those, those big rolly. Steel balls. 
He's gonna roll it over and then push down on it. So like, it's like one of those <laughs> one of those la- laundromat tabletop video games where you're yeah, like yeah. bowling. Oh god! <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like mm, America. Get it? <laughs> you gotta shoot it up like missile. You didn't have enough missile, spin. Missile commander. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Has a little picture of missile commander. One's like North Korea, and then you have to turn it and then. <laughs> <laughs> so good yeah I uh I don't I have maybe we should like now that I think about it maybe we should just give Donald Trump missile commander and tell him it's had a nuclear launch button (laughs) that's a pretty good idea he's like I shot off 15 of them I hit a bunch in the air and then I think I hit North Korea (laughs) they're like yes you definitely did they're gone yeah you just keep you just keep playing with your phone okay (laughs) we'll uh we'll just we'll just run the country without you don't worry about it Anyways. Yep. Political sidetrack. <laughs> uh, um, what other game? What uh, the? I, I saw that the there's a Tomb Raider movie coming out. I for I, I actually noticed it when I went. I saw a poster when I went to uh, when I went to the theater over the weekend. Um, had no idea. Uh, and if I did, I just completely forgot. Maybe I just didn't care. But. Um, Tomb Raider movie coming out. It's interesting. I think it's going to be more based around how, um, uh, how the the new Tomb Raider is, like the new game. Yeah, rather than like where it's actually like intense and like suspenseful, uh, compared to like, okay, here's Lara Croft and she's walking around with her you know double magnums or whatever, and there's dinosaurs and. Shit, you know, <laughs> does it does two flips, goes like uses some timepiece, goes back in time and shoots a guy or some crazy stuff like that. Yep. No, I, I I'd be I'd, I I would be willing to watch that movie, um, if it's if it's more. I mean the the game I I didn't play the second one, but the uh, uh, the first game, the first like remake of Tomb Raider was awesome. Yeah, yeah. it was pretty good. Brutal, but awesome. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like that's like the, like I don't know what the shtick was for like the the old ones. I mean, I guess it was just because it was like a female protagonist that that was why everyone was like into it. But right. the new one is like, man, it's like like Mortal Kombat level brutality, and like it's really like, really, I guess that's yeah. like that game's the new the new game's like claim to fame, you know. It's like an actual like badass fight for your life sort of story, which is yeah, you know, there's there's some like. You know, uh, there are some uh, kind of other there's that that weird storyline, whatever. But um, supernatural stuff. But um, it's uh, otherwise, it's like I mean, just completely, completely brutal. So, um, other movie that's coming out uh, is that I am actually really excited about now that I've. I just finished the audiobook on my in, on my commute. I already uh, know what you're gonna say because like nine people <laughs> have told me to listen to this audiobook. If this is the one, I'm assuming it is. Uh, Will Wheaton is the is the voice. I don't it's know. It's a Ready Ready Player yeah, One. Yeah, exactly. Like so many people have told me to. It's so weird. This is so weird. Like I've had multiple. <laughs> I've had some. I've had someone at my work. Someone, one of my friends, all say, you know, it's a really good book. You should listen to it on audiobook. It must be like I don't know what it is. Like maybe it's on sale or something. Like. Sony well, will have told me like I I've never been I've never been suggested to listen to an audiobook more than this <laughs> book ever like 
like by an infinite amount because I've never been suggested an audiobook in my life. So no, I agree with you. I, a lot of people have. You're not the only one. I guess is what I'm trying to say. A lot of people have said that that book is really good. The movie looks like it. It looks like a movie that would do much better as a book. So yeah. I assume the yeah. book's probably much better than the movie, just because. I think what's funny is every time I see the the movie trailers, I see characters from like video games. <laughs> I just oh, really yeah, enjoy that. Aspect. Like that's, they have, like, like that's tracers in it and stuff. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. that's the thing is that the the whole book is um is is based around like this whole virtual reality system, and everybody lives in this place, uh, yeah. or not lives in it, but they spend all their time in this virtual reality um and so they can be any avatar they want and it's the people the person that created it was like uh like loved video games made video games and um he he does this competition to he dies and in his will the person that will get left the hit half like his fortune and half the company um will get uh they have to find an easter egg and they have to pass like three gates, and so they actually have to like play a game and and uh, know all kinds of like uh, '80s trivia and all this stuff. So it's a, it's it's cool. There's a lot of throwbacks to um, a bunch of old stuff. So it's uh, and there's a lot of a lot of video game references throughout the entire book. It's good that it's in the book and not just like cash grabs in the movie because that's what it looks like. It's just like oh, they just threw in like Pac-Man or something to kind of well, like. Well, so that's that's the other thing. I mean, some of the stuff that I've like, I mean, some of the Overwatch characters, yeah, you know, like all that stuff. There's it's like okay, yeah, that's that's not in the book, but um, I, I'm I'm sure there's probably some licensing issues with a lot of the stuff that he talks about. I think the movie is uh, Steven Spielberg too, which is yeah, pretty, yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, that's that's good. It does look like a good movie. It just it's it's always hard to like. <laughs> Tim's face is better. Tim's face is better than the sound of what you just heard. Just like he was like, what the fuck. So, anyways, um, when I like watch the trailer and stuff, it's just like it looks like. I know. I was just thinking like, man, it's always hard to like come up with these like dystopian society or these sort of like futuristic movies. Like especially from books, because in books, like you kind of have like you have like the reader's imagination to sort of like frame this place. In a movie, you really have to try to like describe it all and like really like kind of exaggerate maybe a little bit like the lifestyle and all this stuff. I don't know. So it's just like it looks good, but uh, I, I I really want to listen to the book. I guess. Yeah, it's it's worth it. I feel like there's a bunch of these movies coming out now. Where what's that other one where it's like the BattleBot one? I, we, I keep seeing trailers for it, and it's got um, Christoph Waltz as a character in it. And it was one of the trailers that was when we were watching um, Star Wars. And Jess was, uh, took, like, three seconds look look at the trailer, and she's like, nope, oh, never going to watch it's that. It's the one, with, uh, the one that James Cameron's doing. Yeah. yeah Battlebots? No, it's Angel something. It's yeah, ba- Battle Angel or something like that. Battle Angel, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> James Cameron did it. It looks it's it's like anime style like robot fighting like but it's it's like CGI ish. It's like partially yeah. CGI'd. Hmm. It's it's it it I mean, it looks bad, but maybe <laughs> but maybe like my expectations will be low enough that I'll think it's better than I thought it was gonna be. It's like one of those kind of movies. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. I'm definitely gonna watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really strange. It's definitely a strange trailer, that's for sure. Um, I was just reading on, I was just reading on 
IGN that uh, Netflix released another movie called, uh, well, it's Godzilla Planet of the Monsters. It's apparently it's going to be the first film in a trilogy. And it's an, it's an animated Godzilla. Oh. Yeah, I saw the I saw the uh, trailer for that, and it looks kind of dumb. They gave it they gave it a good score. They gave it a seven, which is not really? too bad. But um, but uh, have any of you it. seen Bright? Oh, is that that Will Smith movie on Netflix? I seen yeah, it that, yet. that every that's all every critic hated. Oh really? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and I watched it and I was like, this isn't that bad of a movie. <laughs> That's how I felt about, not to, that we're just going down the movie trail here, but I, I saw uh, Downsizing and it also had like terrible, terrible reviews. And I don't know, I didn't know that when I went to go see it. I, I, it wasn't good, but I didn't <laughs> think it was really that bad. Like, I mean, yeah. it, I thought it was like, I was like, yeah, was like, like I was, I thought it was gonna be bad, I guess, and I walked out going, this is like probably like a seven and a half, eight, and then I like went online, it got like a forty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's like <laughs> terrible reviews. <laughs> I mean, it, it. Anyways, question for you: In that movie, does somebody wind up being a villain and trying to squish all the little people and like consolidate wealth? Like, no. <laughs> I mean, I think that's why. It, like, as I read the reviews and the critic critics, like it. I think that that not because someone didn't squish people, but because it, it kind of <laughs> lacked like a very like it kind of lacked like a normal plot, and it kind of like it kind of missed out on a lot of probably like things they could have touched on like that, like just like okay, there's little people, but like well, what happens when like there's a a snowstorm and they're buried in like 500 feet of snow or some crazy shit, right? You know, like it's sort of like they kind of like they went over like a lot of that kind of stuff, <laughs> and uh, that's why it got, I think that was why it got better. reason probably rightfully so, but. I mean, it's a ridiculous concept to begin with, so, like, let's just, like, I don't know. It was... Take it to its logical extreme, like, one foot of flooding is, like, a tidal wave. <laughs> it was, it, <laughs> it was like, uh, the reason it got really bad reviews is just, like, it was a Matt Damon kind of whitewashy, sort of, like, oh, Matt Damon saves the world, and had a lot of, like, climate change, sort of, like, themes, which were not... Well, that's his whole thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, like, it was, like, it was, like, a Matt Damon shit. thing. It was, just like, oh, like, climate change is terrible, which is, like, fine, but then it just, like, kept going on that, like, oh, the world's gonna end, just small people. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was just really strange, like, in that sense. <laughs> and then, you know, oh, okay. it's, like, all these people are poor in the small world, but then Matt Damon can be, like, a good citizen and help them all. It's, like, they're all, and they all like didn't speak English and stuff. It's like, you know, it was just like really strange. Like when I read all the critiques, I was like, okay, I guess I get it now. But I just sort of, yeah. Maybe. And then you realize that uh, with all those little people, it would it would make the ants want to come out and feast. <laughs> <laughs> It's like all these ideas that they could have just taken. And yeah, run. there was one part where they were outside and there was like a bug flew over them, and I was like, dude, that bug would just like pick them up and eat them. What the fuck? <laughs> Uh, anyways, yeah, there's been a lot of movies coming out, and there's there's still more coming out. I mean, Black Panther comes out in, like, I think three weeks or something. I'm actually excited for that. It looks really it's good. It's pretty good, and, you know, it's been a while since we've talked. We It's been so long since we've talked, this is the first time we've all seen Star Wars, too. I know. Oh, yeah. That is, so. that's nuts. I mean, you guys started a chat. Started a chat separate. I was like, I can't wait. I don't know if you can see it. I was like, I can't, I can't wait for Charles anymore. I'm starting this. If you scroll to the top, probably you can see it. But I read it all. <laughs> I went hard on that movie. I ran it real hard. Yeah, I think we all did, man. It was it was polarizing, polarizing movie. You know, it wasn't like, mm-hmm. and it still is. I I feel like a lot of people have come around and they like 
like it more now, but it's still, uh, I don't know, it's like a, Star Wars is like our thing growing up, and it, it's been, it's not the same now. You know? I had a lot of, I had a lot of people, like, polarizing is a good word, because I had a lot of people, you know, I had, like, trashed it on Facebook and stuff, I had a lot of people, like, messaging me, and a lot of people I talked to, they were like, I really liked it, and I was just like, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, people definitely, there's a different opinion, let's just say that. So. People like the Disney re- edition. I, yeah. people, a lot of people didn't understand when I said it was Disney-fied. They were like, I don't know what that means. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like I don't know how to explain Every, it. Everything needed to be cutesy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't want to rant too much about it on this episode, but it was yeah. just, there was a lot of things that I was like, I mean, let's just say this. When I watched the movie, I spent a lot of time shaking my head. <laughs> Which is yeah. like, I don't normally do in the movie theaters. I'm not a very animated person when I watch movies. But, like, I mean, there was a couple times where I, like, legitimately... At the end of the movie, when Luke Skywalker disappeared, I legitimately just, like, face-palmed. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, like, I just, like, sat down on my seat, and I was just like, what the fuck just happened? Like, like audibly. <laughs> like, people could hear me. There was people around me that were probably just like, who the fuck is this guy, and why is he being an ass right now? <laughs> But I was just like, dude, what is going on? That never happened in any movie. And not even like, it's not even logical in the physics of the world. Like, it just, <laughs> no one ever just disappeared because they were, ex- no one ever was exhausted from using force powers. Like, how did we come from, you use force, you fight, and then you just, dis- you just like decide, you're like, you're just so tired, and you disappear. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Is- the only person who ever disappeared when they weren't, then they didn't die was Yoda, he died of old age. I mean, like, anyways, I don't want to get into it right now because I'd go on for probably the entire episode and you guys wouldn't even talk. It's because, uh, it's just because Luke is a bitch and... That, don't, did you guys watch that thing I sent you or about how... Yeah, I did. It was amazing. Just, like, about how, like, Mark... Like, this theory that Mark, Mark Hamill, Hamill had no idea that he died. <laughs> like, the pitch... Well, I mean... The, the video yeah. of him coming out of the theater is, like, epic. He looks like he literally just saw a real person die, like, in real life. Like, he, he looks so distraught. Like, the director's sitting next to him smiling, and he's just... His mouth is fully open, and he's just looking around for, like, minutes straight. Just, he looks like he's getting ready to strangle the director, too. He looks like he's about to cry. Like, just standing there. It's, like, unreal. And it, it's pretty good. It makes a lot of sense to me, and... I think it also kind of, like, puts into perspective, like, kind of... I don't know why he's such a bitch. Like you know what I mean. Like why that, why that happened. That like mm-hmm. kind of wasn't really his thing, and that like they kind of wanted him to to be like that. And it also why I kind of like watched the movie feeling like this doesn't feel like Star Wars at all because like this is completely counter to like the whole premise. It pretty much like nullifies the first three movies. Like you know about yeah. trying really hard and like growing and like making mistakes and like you know like you know having a bond between your friends and your family and then you go watch the new movies and it's like Han just dies by himself no one gives a <laughs> shit <laughs> Leia doesn't ever train for one second she fucking flies through space <laughs> and, and, and then <laughs> and then Luke's just like the Jedi are a bunch of scrubs we don't need them <laughs> it's like what? this is like literally like this is like somebody who watched Star Wars episode like five. Six, six, seven, sorry, seven, eight, nine, and then just went. These suck. You know what would be awesome? Let's do the opposite of everything that was taught <laughs> to us in these movies. And 
it hurt, man. I mean, like, okay, for entertainment value, I'll say this after, and I'll shut the fuck up. For entertainment value, the movie was good. It really, I mean, it had like good, had good fights. The Snoke scene was awesome. Should have ended there. Like, there was some good shit going on in the movie. I really liked the, like, you know, the action and stuff was really cool. I mean, I think they they kind of hit on some of that stuff, but that like as an entertain like if it was a marvel movie i would say it was a good movie but like being star wars it has to have like the whole point is like that it's got a very rich universe and a very like like detailed environment with like some really good strict set of like rules that we all kind of like understand and grow with like logically in some step you know yes yeah. you can't pick up a rock yes you can pick up a st- the x-wing okay i get it but like then all of a sudden all this other shit just flies out of left field and you're like wait what the fuck so like, this whole time, like, Luke could just, like, d- disappear, and then why didn't Yoda just, like, go and fight Darth Vader, like, on Dagobah? Like, what, what was it? Like, <laughs> what? This whole movie doesn't make any sense anymore. So, like, anyways, that's it. But, uh, I understand. I understand why people liked it. And if for kids, I guess I get it, right? Like, I think we talked about this a bit. Like, I get they're trying to, what they're trying to do. Yeah. If you want to make a franchise and all this stuff, but... I just think they could have done both. Like, you know, I'm okay with the quirky kitty things and the, the themes, but they could have tried to, like, at least stick to the, like, tr- like the way it felt, so to speak. Yeah, yeah I, kind of, I feel like Star Wars for us was, like, for our generation, it was, like, a, you know, everything wasn't fully fleshed out. It was just kind of like a, a bare story with little, you got little tidbits that, that you picked up on as a kid, like, like the stormtroopers and the different armor and weapons and the different ships and stuff, and and then it allowed you to kind of like mentally build this universe that that you know the stuff that we grew up with. But the the new Star Wars, I feel like they now that Disney has control, it's like they want to flesh out every last little bit and and just so that they can make every last toy humanly possible and really fully like market and monetize the, the thing. And I think that's kind of like it's what I don't like about it. It makes me sad about it. But you know, uh, I don't know. It's just to see it go from what it was like this this thing that i don't know i I can't explain it man it's just it really did not feel like star wars and that's the most depressing part to me you know it just wasn't the same it's very interesting that you say that too if you think about like some of the like toy kind of like iconic things from the newer episodes the new the newer movies like captain phasma just like I don't know if I don't know if Captain Phasma's dead, but basically had like eight minutes of screen time total combined between two movies, and that's including being in the background and everything. Just dies from, like in the most uneventful, like stupid way. Kylo Ren, like his whole outfit, his costume, like the, his mask, you know, is sold everywhere. It's on a million collectible items. Mm-hmm. It was like in the movie for like ten minutes in the first one, and he smashed it instantaneously in the second <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, right. It's just like. It's it's like the pig in like in a, it's like the pig in Moana. It's like it's you can go to the store and buy the pig in Moana. If you see Moana, the pig is in it for thirty five seconds, and then it's not in the rest of the movie. So then when you go watch the movie, you're like, oh, I can't wait to see the little pig I saw at the Disney store. And you go to watch it, you're like, dude, that pig ain't even in the movie. Like it could have been a race from the movie. It would change to nothing from the movie. It wouldn't even it wouldn't even go down like a. a hundredth of a point on a critic score or anybody's opinion or anything so it's like there's things and there's elements in the story that like it's almost like their marketing it's almost like their marketing team is disconnected from the the actual story because like you'd think that the marketers would be like here are our core like characters here are our core things and we're going to really like try to push those because they're going to be iconic throughout the uh, series and you know you can like 
for example, Kyle Ren's mask. Like, you're going to have this mask, and then he's going to have it for, like, seven smoothies, and then you, you always have, like, your little ma- Kyle Ren mask clock or whatever, and, you know, yeah. it'll be like... But then he dies, and now you're like, well, if I bought this thing that has Kyle Ren's face on it, and it's, like, only for one movie. So, like, he's not even like that anymore. So, I don't know. It's just, like... Maybe they'll come back to these things. Maybe I'm over exaggerating, but like Captain Phasma was a good example. I've seen so many Captain Phasma toys and shit. It's like he just just died like so fast. So I was like, wait, what? That's it? That's it? Like all this build up, all these toys. It's like almost part of the movie now. It's like you build it up like this is gonna be like a main character in the story. Th- that wasn't even Boba Fett level. Like it wasn't even like side character level. It was like. One of the bounty hunters that was standing on the show, like IG-88 level, like some guy who was just there, but Boss. no one really gave a shit. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just, it's it's really interesting that you, I'm kind of thinking this as you say, it's like really interesting that like how they, they how they marketed it and how it sort of fleshed out in the movie and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. So anyways, we could have a whole podcast on uh, Star Wars. I'm sure hmm. just that even just that episode, I would... You can see I'm pretty animated. Right <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know how to follow that up. <laughs> that whole conversation. Lots of movies. There's lots of movies coming out. Yeah, lots of movies. That's true. Man. I think it's going to... It di- usually dies down, though, soon, right? Like, this is kind of yeah. the end of the movie. Well, after the Oscars, then it's kind of like, okay, no, yeah. nobody really wants to do anything. Yeah. Not that half the movies that get released are even going to be Oscar worthy. Oh, except for the this will be Oscar worthy. Uh, not really. Slender Man <laughs> is coming to. The oh, okay. uh, <laughs> I heard Jumanji was terrible too. Borisar, she said it was pretty bad. Really? Although Brandon Saudi said he liked it. So. <laughs> I've heard so many good things about it. Who you can trust there? <laughs> I heard of Jack Black was really awkward. He was like supposed to be a girl turned into a guy. Yeah. And that was like his whole character. So I guess it it probably hinges on like how funny you think Jack Black is. Like I bet you if you think Jack Black's funny, then you're like, okay, this is a funny movie. But if you think he's kind of like a goofball and not funny at all, or you just don't like him, he's kind of a well, polarizing comedian, right? So I thought he was funny like you know ten years ago, maybe like around that time when he made a couple movies. But now I just feel like his his whole persona is kind of just past. It's prime. <laughs> yeah. Because that was the difference. Like, I was like, Brandon, why'd you like it? He's like, I thought Jack Black was funny. I was like, okay, this board's like the complete opposite. So, maybe that's part of it. Yeah. Anyways, I saw Downsizing, and I thought it was good, and it got like a 10, 10%. Like, everyone was like, this is the worst movie ever, so don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I saw uh, The Post. Not that that's oh, any. Yeah. That was actually That was actually pretty good. What was that one? The Post. That's the one with Meryl Streep and Tom Hanks. It's about, like, the Pentagon Papers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. The Washington Post. Um, I thought I was about the post office. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's actually just a remake, remake of the uh, Kevin Costner Postman movie. <laughs> it needed a reboot. So. There's a lot of Kevin Costner movies that could be remade, so... Waterworld? Dances with Wolves? <laughs> Dude, I would watch a Waterworld remake if they did that. I'm sure they will. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. some, I'm sure that whoever's Wait watching your seven years and then that, so. it'll come. Yeah, there's a remake of everything nowadays. Pretty that's much true. when I see a movie that's not a remake, I'm just like so happy. 
Like, and the sad thing is those are usually sequels, like Blade Runner. I'm like, oh, it's not a remake, but it's a sequel to some other movie. So it's mm-hmm. just like... I'm okay with sequels as long as they do a good job. It's really like, hard, though, right? Yeah. It's so hard. It's hard to, like... I had this debate with one of my... I have, actually, one of my old roommates, he never watches sequels. He refuses. It's like a, like a rule he has. He will not go to the movies and watch a sequel. And he, one of his arguments is, like, what sequel has ever been better than the original? There are some, because I've, 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 I've shot back with some, but if you yeah, really we, think about it... Yeah. We had this... I think we had yeah, this exactly. conversation. Terminator 2. Terminator 2. Terminator yeah. 2. That's, that's I like, think that's, like, the pinnacle. That's, like... That's the only one, though, right? Like, I, I, remember, I, I remember we had this, but... I think the new Blade Runner is better than the original. I think, I think that's like maybe not quite on par with like Terminator Two better, but pretty close. Like it's it's I, really I agree, a good movie. But it, the only thing about that is like the the original Blade Runner had to, it had to make the framework. So in, in that sense, even though the true, it, uh, true. I agree with you that the movies are like the second one's way better than the first one, but the first one went like for creativity points or whatever. Maybe yeah, that's true. Past just that's true. I mean, Terminator didn't really have to come up with that much, I guess, right? There's a robot that comes back in the past. That's the first Terminator <laughs> <laughs> to come up with that. So, in fact, I think the you could actually say that Terminator One is actually worse than the sequel because just in terms of like the concept, it was so oh, yeah. bare bones. Yeah, you're there true. was literally no story. Like there was like three story elements. Yeah. a robot has come back. You're gonna you you've got this guy who's also come back, and he's trying to protect you. Oh, and then they have sex. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> The, the end. Yeah, the, the, the robot dies. The acting the was so bad. <clears throat> yeah, it's true. Star Wars is probably another one too. Like I think New Hope was yeah. probably not the best one. So yeah. Well, I think no. I think the second Lord of the Rings movie was probably better. Oh yeah. I mean, Fellowship of the Ring was. Meh. What, what was this? I think when there's when, I think maybe when they've got the flushed out storyline when it's like from a book and they've got the storyline flushed out but when they're just trying to come up with like an idea for a sequel is when they really struggle I think you're right because the Star Wars one kind of follows that right like they, they kind of have that in mind already that's why the first one like if the first one was just standalone then it would have been like oh this is such a unique thing but we knew when the second one was coming so then or at least like that was already in that story had already been thought up you're right yeah. it's 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 interesting it's uh it's sad though one day we'll have original original movies again. Mm. Oh, we have original movies now. They're just not very good. Well, all we know is that Disney will probably never make original movies again. <laughs> they don't need to. They own everything. They're though. remaking uh, all the. They're redoing live actioning all their old movies again. Oh Did yeah. You? So I actually did watch the Beauty and the Beast live action remake, and it was pretty good. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> like. I was uh, we, like Dana and I were sitting down to watch it, and I was like, "Okay, I, I do not have like any, I have no like preconceptions going into this. I'm just, yeah. I was just thinking, yeah, this is gonna, be, this is gonna be probably terrible, but actually ended up being pretty good. Um, and I'm intrigued by how they're gonna do the Lion King because that is definitely something know, that's happening. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. Happening. They, they're probably gonna do it similar to how they did the Jungle Book, which I did not enjoy. Yeah. Oh, uh, Aladdin is also. Um, Aladdin's also happening. Yeah, oh my also God. happening. Yeah, Aladdin, it's it's it's. I saw the Breeding the Beast one, and I agree. It was it was it was pretty good. But as as I was watching it, I realized how bad Beating the Beast <laughs> is. Like not that movie, but just like that story. It's horrendously bad. 
it's Stockholm yeah. syndrome. Like it's just so awkward. It's like mm. this beast steals this woman, and then this woman falls in love with this the, her kidnapper, <laughs> yeah. and then and then there's just like some overly like o- like overly obvious bad guy who just like does bad things for no reason. Gaston. Yeah, he he's like he he's not he's an illogical bad guy, right? Like he just like he's like ah, your father's old. I'm gonna throw him in a ditch. Like, <laughs> that doesn't yeah. make sense. <laughs> yeah, they, d- didn't they just like leave him to die chained yeah. to a tree? It was yeah, like just 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 because he was wait, like what there or something. I don't know. Like clearly, no, it was because he didn't want to go any further. And yeah, then and they he, wanted like, to go. So then, and, so then he didn't want to make it seem like he was a coward. So he. Chained him to a tree for the wolves yeah, or something, something like that. Like that. Anyways, it was, I mean, Yikes. it was still a really good movie, but it was just like I just remember thinking, man, this is this is weird. Yeah, so weird. You know what's weird is that Disney owns the Alien franchise right now. What? Oh yeah, man. Because that? that was Fox. Oh that's yeah, right. that's right. 20th Century Fox. They own Fox now. Oh, I hope I hope they I hope they remake that or do a sequel to that and have it be absolutely terrible. Yeah, because like, that's what I always want. They're gonna replace all the aliens with porgs for the entire movie. It's gonna be like <laughs> chestburster <laughs> porg. Like <laughs> speaking of speaking of porgs, not that we've talked about so much, but I went to get. We were buying some art for our place. It's pretty bare, so we we're like, you know, we we're at this like I don't know, like this home goods place has all these things, and they had like you know Marvel, all these things, and then one <laughs> of them was like. Was like the new Star Wars, and then there's one right next to it. It's like por- it's like Chewy with a bunch of porgs. And I'm like, oh, I really want this. And then there's another one. It's like R two D two with a bunch of porgs on it. And I'm like, should I just get like a bunch? Of- it's like in a nice frame and stuff. I was like, should I just get a bunch of artwork with porgs in it? R two D two with porgs, Chewy with porgs, porgs on porgs on the Millennium Falcon, porgs on a- <laughs> sitting with Luke Skywalker. You just have like a porg room in your house, like. <laughs> Just get like 300 porg plushies and just <laughs> stack them. And then when you walk in, there's a little motion sensor and it goes. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be even better actually if you filled up a beanbag chair with porgs and then, like, when somebody came over, you just like took a knife and just stabbed into it. And you're like, oh, there's porgs in here. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know for shock value. <laughs> Uh, Honestly, yeah. those things in that scene on the Millennium Falcon made me think of like Star Trek: The Tribbles, yeah. mm. with those little like furry creatures were yeah. just everywhere. Literally, bore in the theater just goes. So they're basically space rats, <laughs> like, basically like rats on a ship. How they got to another continent, it's just like hiding mm-hmm. in the ship, yeah. nesting. They're already reproducing. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The movie's just the third movie's just gonna end with a space plague. <laughs> Pork <laughs> spread it everywhere. Yep. Well, I think that uh, I think that brings us to when we talk about what we've been playing. So, Tim, do you want to start us off? Sure. I uh, I have been playing. I've actually been playing a lot of Overwatch lately. Uh, like the Overwatch League started, and that kind of got me back into it. And um, uh, my nephews have been up, and uh, so I bought them. Overwatch for PS4, so they've been getting into it, and uh, I finally Prestige w- for the first time. So it's like now it's pairing me with all these people that are like way better than me. So it's getting a little frustrating, but uh, um, it's fun, man. I, you know, they they just announced that they're releasing new a new map for like Blizzard World, um, and a bunch of new skins are coming out. 
uh, in a couple days, so that would be interesting. Um, and also, uh, they just opened the final wing in for World of Warcraft in um, the final raid for Raid Finder, so I just did that for the first time, and they just released like a new patch where they totally changed like the leveling, the uh, the level scaling or XP scaling or whatever for the old content, so you can like now when you go to level up you don't have to go to like zones don't have levels anymore like all of all of uh azeroth all of the levels you can just start wherever whatever zone you want to start in um so that's kind of cool um and they're gearing up for like the new expansion so i'll probably you know grind and stuff in that uh and also i i uh i got some i got like an amazon gift card for christmas so i bought uh I bought a, um, uh, what do you call it? A raspberry Pi, and I put, um, red, there's a thing called Retro Pi, and so I put that on it, and you can basically play, it's got like an HDMI output, you can play any ROM you want going back to like, uh, That's amazing, yeah. Yeah, it does up to, does up to Nintendo 64 and PlayStation 1, so, um, I haven't, I've only, I've been playing a lot of Sega Genesis games on it, but I'm gonna try and get, uh, like Nintendo 64 games working because those are like those are like the classics, man. So uh, so yeah, been messing around with that and that's about it. I should I should get that. I have my Raspberry Pi and I was I was looking that up. I remember when everyone was going nuts about this NES Classic. I I looked up how much it would cost to like basically uh, just buy all the controllers because you yeah. can buy like USB versions of the controllers. Yeah. So I was like, you know, maybe I should just like I I think it's like maybe like thirty bucks per pair of each. It's probably like a hundred bucks. You can probably buy like a pair of every type of retro controller you want. Yeah. Like you know, like a Genesis, a Super Nintendo, an NES, and like an N64 controller. Probably like maybe it's like a hundred and fifty bucks. And then you just have every single game. And if you want to play, you literally can just pick up your N64 controller, plug it in, and then like play N64. Yeah. Like just like it's N64, because that's like one of the biggest things about those retro things is like as long as you're cool with playing like an N64 game on like a PS4 controller. Or whatever controller you get, right? Then yeah. you're fine. But if you want, really want to like play Battletoads on an old shitty <laughs> NES controller, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have like I've just been using like an Xbox controller, so it's yeah, it does everything fine. But like obviously, you know, when you get to like Nintendo 64, like that was such a unique, weird ass controller, like it's super hard to play. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's you get to like you know the games are made for the controller, so it kind of. There's definitely a benefit to like buying. You can actually buy converters too. You can buy something that will convert like an actual controller yeah. to USB, or you can you know there's all sorts of different things. So, but yeah, it's pretty cool. It's for like you know I bought the Raspberry Pi for like thirty bucks, and then the the case and stuff I had to pay a little bit more for. But you know it's really it's like such a tiny investment to be able to play like any game ever and have it in like this thing that's like just a little bit bigger than my phone, you know. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's that's why it blew my mind. People were paying like so much for NES Classic. I'm like, for like a hundred bucks, yeah. you can have every single one. Like, <laughs> yeah, in a, I mean, in granted, an even smaller package. Granted, there's like legality terms <laughs> related to all that. True, but, true. Uh, but uh, still, yeah. But yeah, that's, that's cool. Nice, Steve. You want to go next? Sure. I've been playing a lot of PUBG. Um, they came out with the new. I want to say like since the last time I was on, they came out with the like 1.0. And yeah, they've they 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 have the new map. They did a bunch of stuff. 
and they changed the UI and all some stuff. They also added a bunch of new crates, which, speaking of that, I should probably should probably look and put those down because I don't think they've sold. But they have some new crates that came out, and they were selling for like four or five bucks a piece. So that was pretty good. Got some Steam cash playing the game. Nice. And um, yeah, other than that, I've just I, I actually started playing Elder Scrolls Online a little bit. My like I've had it for a super long time, and I've been playing it like every once in a while. But one of my friends is like, I, you guys know him, Jared. It's like uh, he's a super into the game. He streams now. He has nice. like he has yeah he's pretty big in the community and stuff. So started playing that a little bit, trying to get trying to get a guy to play with him. He was he was into like the official video from, yeah. from Bethesda, so <laughs> it's like <laughs> famous ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, there was like uh, I think Brandon was like me and Brandon both started playing at the same time. Brandon was like I went on the website and they had a video about packs, so I watched it and then I forgot Nick was in it and Nick popped up on my screen. <laughs> <laughs> I was like oh hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was ridiculous. That whole situation was like that kid threw up, like got out of the car, threw up, went into packs, and then instantly went to the Bethesda booth, played, and they're like, "You want to be on camera?" Kid went from throwing up, jumping out of a moving Uber, throwing up, and then to being like in a video that was online. Not me, Jared. It's like no, not you, not you. You were fine, but we were all wrecked because we oh. for some reason. Well, yeah, that it wasn't that day. I it was yeah. the following day that I was real bad, and we. Um, uh, the first booth that we were supposed to go to was uh, uh, shit. It was Team Seventeen, the Team Seventeen booth, and I'm trying to think of the what the name of that lizard 3D platformer game was. Oh, uh, ukulele. Ukulele. Yeah, ukulele. And uh, I was like, before that, I like I couldn't I couldn't even eat my breakfast sandwich. I was like, <laughs> nope, nope, can't do it, can't do it. And then I rallied, and the rest of the day I felt great. As soon as I got to the booth, I was like, "All right, yep, now now it's time to go." <laughs> it's go time. I you, I didn't even show up for like an hour and a half. <laughs> you guys are like, "We're going." I'm like, "I'm dead." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's Anyways, bad. Charles, what about you? So I played through Wolfenstein: The New Colossus and enjoyed that a lot. Um. Wish it was a little longer, mostly because I feel like, well, I, I feel like it was just jarring where the game ended. But I mean, it's logical they're making another one, so is that going to be a third? And then I'm not sure where they're going to take it because I feel like I killed every Nazi. But mm. um, I guess the world itself, baby Venus, kill Hitler, yeah. Um, yes. Now I am playing uh, Darkest Dungeon, which is this like side scroller. Um, really hard game where you start you like your characters die really easily and you like it's like uh, Lovecrafty and horror side scroller because this like mansion on the hill where this family lived and what is it called like the darkest dungeon and they did unspeakable things and now you've got to like go back and reclaim it and the travelers come on a wagon and so you replenish your store of like heroes from the wagon and then they can like get stressed out and then they can mentally break and then go crazy or get like get these um buffs that make their character better but so far i've had characters that are obsessed with the paranormal um like murderous um set um sadists 
like this all because of becoming stressed out on missions where you're fighting like weird monsters and shit like it gradually gets darker and darker unless you use torches so as it gets darker they lose more and more of their sanity and then they like have an event where they like get tested and whether or not they pass it is determines whether or not they get a negative trait or a positive trait so it's interesting it's an interesting game um comes down to a lot of complexity and like how you upgrade your characters and like which characters you bring along in different missions. It's been enjoyable so far, though somewhat challenging because you don't get a whole lot of gold, and then you're left like trying to send them to the church to de-stress or into a bar to drink, and then they wander off and on a bender and be drunk or something. It's just, <laughs> so it's fun. Nice. I uh, what have I been playing? Uh, well, I, I played for I played Bully for a while. That's a an old PS, PS2 game. Um, Is I didn't, it remade because it's like five polygons? <laughs> it no, well, yeah, it still looks that way. It's 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 not great, but it, I kept hearing like you know from um, so I well I, I got I got on to uh, Rockstar at one point, and I was like uh like I was looking at Rockstar games, and I saw that I saw that I had. Like that, bully was like one of the ones that they um, that they got uh, like highest rated for, mm. and and I was like, oh, or you know, it had great reviews, and so I never played it back in the day, so decided to give it a try, and it, it's it's really good, like it's you know, cool story and stuff, um, different kind of gameplay, it's same sort of structure as a as a Rockstar game in terms yeah. of like missions and stuff, but. Um, it's yeah it's fun it's definitely dated um i had to I had to give it up for a bit and i was like okay yeah riding my bicycle around i'm like this is terrible the controls <laughs> are absolutely awful on this thing and like the camera's like all fucked up it's like in in like some other place that's not helping me and uh yeah so then i then i went on to um need for speed payback um which I don't think I've played a racing game since I played Need for Speed Rivals like five years ago. But um, it's okay. It takes place in a in a cityscape area similar to Las Vegas. It's got like all the it's like a casinos and all that shit, and um, the surrounding area seems like Nevada. So um, it's you know it's it's not too bad. I, I've been enjoying it. I beat it um, this past week and trying to go for the platinum in it but you have to get three stars in every single activity on the map and there's like uh i think there's i mean there, there's something like 400 stars i have to get and it's it's like you have to do every jump every like speed point every like like all this all this shit and then there's roaming racers so it's, it's gonna take me a little bit while longer but i did get uh I did get a uh, the trophy last tra- uh, last night that was for uh, driving the winner race in the Koenigsegg Regera uh, without damaging it, so hitting nothing <laughs> in an entire race. Um, and it, it took me probably took me like six or seven tries, but um, finally got it. And that's and then there's. A couple other things, collectible things. I have like seventy-five of the the poker chip things that are cl- that are like strewn all over the world, 
and I'm like, ugh, I don't know if I relate. And that was just through like normal gameplay and kind of searching around in areas that I thought they might be, but there's 25 others and the map is enormous and I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely gonna like probably look for these in a <laughs> or use a guide for this because I'm I hate the collectible trophy stuff. Yeah. I'd much rather have I'd much rather have like skill trophies than collectible trophies because it's like it's not a skill to like it was pure perseverance it would take me like a hundred and something hours just just yeah. to try and find these fucking poker chips all over the world so um yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna skip that part but uh everything else is uh skill based so i'm excited for uh far cry 5 that's coming out in like a month or two i think two months really something like that i think it's out in march um, feels like, like it was like a million years last time I heard about it. Mm. So. I know, I know. That's the uh, that's the next game that I actually have pre-ordered. Um, so nice. That's that's pretty much it. But uh, that brings us to the end of the podcast. Thank you everybody for listening. Uh, make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, uh, YouTube. Check out our website. We haven't been really active <laughs> at all on anything um follow us on twitter i i post stuff every once in a while i'm not nearly as active as i used to be but um yeah you can also find us on the pod bros network at podbros.com i think i don't know it's been a month since we've been on there <laughs> hopefully we're we're still uh we're still on there but uh yeah thank you everybody for listening uh, thank you, Charles. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Steve. I'm Nick. This has been Late Night Gamers Podcast, episode number 168. <laughs> <laughs> Sloppy seconds. Late, late night, night gamers. Steve, oh, this game sucks so bad, it's so unbalanced, blah, and then I just quit and never play it ever again. Charles. What do you do in your free time? Sit around knitting? Screw that shit, I'm gonna cut up a dragon's head. Yeah. It's okay if your guts spill out and you explode into a bloody mess. As long as you don't take your clothes off. Late, late night, night, gamers.
It's kind of cool. Sweet. <laughs> yep. Talk about that. I'm. I was looking at old episodes, and we haven't. Last time I recorded was like a month ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>